0: You're listening to Belonging in the South, a guide for misfits, and I'm Rebecca Lauderdale. I'm a lifelong Southerner, a physician, a mother, a wife, a friend, and lots of other things. As a doctor who's also had my own struggles, I've realized how much our well-being depends not just on physical health, but on the quality of the connections we have with others and with ourselves. If you don't fit the Southern Jello mold, so to speak— it can be very difficult to feel like you belong, which is essential to your well being. My mission with this podcast is to help Southerners of all types find belonging and community while being their truest selves. Join me today for my first episode, where I'm going to talk more about why this is so important to me and how this podcast may be able to help you feel more connected to yourself, to others and to help us envision a South where all of us can flourish. Have you ever felt out of place? Was there a time or a situation where you felt like just being your true self was risky for some reason? Maybe because of a political opinion you held, your religious beliefs or lack of religious belief, a mental illness, who you love. Maybe it was something else like your gender, your race, a neurodiversity, or a physical disability, or maybe one of a million other things that put you on the outside. Sometimes the risk of being different is rejection, alienation, the need to make a choice to conform and deny part of who you really are or remain true to who you are and be subject to rejection or discrimination. Sometimes the risk of being who you are a real physical danger. To me and so many of us, our differences are our strength. Here in the South, where I've spent my life, There's a centuries-long history of social hierarchy and prescribed behaviors that make flourishing difficult for those of us who don't conform to those expectations. And though that is changing, many of us are still struggling because the expectation is to conform to a system that just doesn't serve us well. You might ask, why not just leave? Get out of the South. And while that may be necessary for some people, Um, This reminds me of a conversation I had recently with a dear friend. I was telling her about my plans for the podcast and asking for feedback. And she said, I want to hear about the people who found a way to reconcile their difficulty with being in the South with their love for it. People who have stayed or left and come back and found the ability to thrive. And I agree. For all its faults, I love this place. I love my community. I love the patients that I serve in my medical practice. I love Southern slang and Southern drawls and Southern parties and Southern food. I love that it's warm enough to swim nine months or more out of the year. So even though Southern culture is something that I've had to heal from in some ways, and some days I've wanted to run away screaming, what I really want is for all of us misfits to get together and decide that we belong to each other. To commit to learning to care and empathize and change what we need to change. Protect who we need to protect so that all of us get to flourish. Before I go any further, let me define a couple of terms I'll be using so that we all know what we're talking about. Belonging is a state of being accepted for who you are. It is a fundamental requirement for a flourishing human. Not just for children, but for humans at all ages. Belonging requires that people see you, they see your real self and accept it, and it requires that you share your real self, that you don't hide. Fitting in is conformity. It isn't a bad thing to fit in, but the problem with fitting in occurs when there are consequences for not doing so. That forces a choice between yourself and whatever those consequences are. As an example, I grew up in the 80s. I was a nerdy, science-loving, book-reading, curious girl. I often got called a tomboy, um, if you know what that somewhat misogynistic term means. Raised as a Southern Baptist preacher's kid down here in Mississippi. There were a lot of ways that I didn't fit in. I spent much of my childhood and adolescence feeling like an outsider and trying to figure out what was wrong so I could fix it. There was nothing I wanted more than to belong. But in most of the places I existed outside my family, there wasn't really an option for me to belong because I wasn't accepted for who I was. So I tried for what I thought was the next best thing, fitting in. Unfortunately, for several years, I had peers who explicitly reminded me daily, verbally, that I didn't belong. Um, My clothes weren't the right kind. My hair wasn't right. I could never get that big 80s hair, even though my mom took me to the beautician to get it permed and spiked like the other girls in my class did. Oh, it didn't work. (laughs) My parents weren't in the right professions. We didn't have enough money and the things I was interested in weren't cool. So I spent a lot of energy trying to minimize the difference between myself and my peers, trying to fit in at all costs. Those early years of feeling like a misfit had a big influence on my life, and it wasn't until a lot later than I'd like to admit that I realized that fitting in is not the next best thing to belonging. Fitting in without belonging will wreck you. It will turn you into a shell of a person. For me, the most harmful effect was that I believed that I wasn't just different, I was defective, and that I deserved the treatment that I got. And that's why it took so long to even believe that I was worthy of belonging at all. And once that happened, the whole arc of my life changed. So back to what does this have to do with you? (laughs) Well, I'm an internal medicine doctor, and I still live down here in the South. And one of the things that drew me to my specialty of internal medicine is the idea that the world is better when all of us are flourishing. And helping people to be healthy is my way of contributing to that ideal. There's so much richness and potential lost in the world when someone isn't able to be well. I've come to realize in this last decade or so that so much of our well-being as humans has less to do with physical health and more to do with our mental health, and how we think about ourselves, which influences the quality of our relationships and how much of ourselves we're willing to show the world. I've become fascinated with people who thrive as themselves. That doesn't always mean physical health or material wealth. Success is so much more than a bank account or possessions. In my experience getting to be part of people's lives, thriving does always mean that a person believes that they're valuable and worthy of thriving which affects everything about how they exist in the world. And paradoxically, you may think, they're humble. People who believe that they're valuable and worthy of thriving believe that others are just as much. But believing that can be really hard if you feel like a misfit. I've talked to thousands of people in exam rooms and hospital rooms and emergency rooms. And many of them have allowed me the honor of seeing their lives from the inside, and they've been honest and vulnerable with me. So many times they've uttered the phrase, I've never told anybody that before, after they share a story that had less to do with their medical illness and more to do with some truth about themselves, a deep hurt that they struggled to heal, or a regret that they just needed to get off their chest. Sometimes it's the great loves of their lives, their accomplishments, the things that they've learned about the world and about how to live well. This is one of the things that I love the most about my practice and the fact that most of my patients are over 60. So many times, these stories are about belonging and authenticity and the wish that they had been more comfortable in their own skin earlier in their lives. Through these relationships with my patients and my own experiences, I have had sort of a bird's eye view of life that is, I think, a rare opportunity that I don't want to keep to myself. So why make a podcast focusing on the South then? Why not just talk about flourishing in general? The short answer is, I still feel like I have unfinished business with the South. The longer answer is this. William Faulkner once said that to understand the world, you must understand a place like Mississippi. And I think you can extrapolate that out, not to just Mississippi, but the whole South. And I think he's right. There's a strong sense of place here and a lot of ways to feel a strong sense of being out of place. Through this podcast, I want to contribute to making my corner of the South an even bigger hearted place than it already is. There's a lot wrong in the South, but there's a lot right, too. And in conversations with friends about this podcast, kind of like the one I told you about earlier, um, that came through clearly, the desire to face the demons, but not to forget how wonderful it can be too, and how wonderful it could be. I think if you've listened to this podcast this long, you probably agree. So for me, the way I've learned the most about myself and how I've learned empathy for others has been through hearing other people in similar situations, but further down the road, to tell their stories. So I want to bring some of that to you. And I also want us together to think big, to warm up our hearts and use our imaginations, because the world around us has a real problem right now with scarcity. This false idea that there's not enough to go around for everybody. Other people are trying to take what's ours, and if you get something, it must mean something was taken away from me. And like my mama would say, that's a bunch of bunk. Those ideas work really well to keep people afraid and small and looking over their shoulders, suspicious of anybody who's different or that they don't understand. And that is not the kind of world that any of us are going to flourish in. When we humans feel like we don't belong, there are a few things that can happen. It can drive us to deny who we are, conform to those expected behaviors that aren't authentic to us, and live a life that isn't truly ours. It can cause us to withdraw from others in an attempt to protect ourselves from attack or criticism, so we think we don't really need people and our life becomes small. Sometimes the not-belonging brings real physical danger. I'm thinking about y'all who are people of color or LGBTQ folks or women. In any of those scenarios, we lose, and so does the world around us. So to create a different kind of world for ourselves and those that come after us, we all need a home base, a home base of people who love and appreciate us for who we are. Maybe those people you were born into a family with, and maybe they're not. But I'm here to try to convince you that it's possible, even for us weirdos and misfits, which are terms of endearment in my book, To express ourselves fully without being ashamed, enrich the world around us. And also to be better able to understand people who are different from us, to love them better and allow them to enrich the world around us in ways that only they can. I'm here doing this podcast because I believe that no matter who you are, no matter how different, no matter how defective you might think you are, or how impossible it seems that you could find happiness and belonging, while still being yourself. I believe that it's possible, and I'm going to bring evidence. That's the thing you'll find with me. I love evidence. So I'll bring it to you in the form of stories told by people like you, but maybe a little farther down the road. Southerners who have discovered ways to live that brought them deep joy and satisfaction. We're also going to talk about the things that are wonderful about the South. The things that, if we amplified, could make the world a better place. Things like hospitality generosity, so many other things that are different about us that make us wonderful. Before I go, I want you to know that I understand my particular differences aren't necessarily the same as yours, and that the consequences of your differences may make mine pale in comparison, and I take that seriously, and also with an intent to practice curiosity and love and the ability to learn from you. In addition to working on our own belonging, I think it's important that we also work on being more open to allowing others to belong with us. So even when the topics I cover in an episode aren't something you've experienced yourself, it's likely that someone you know has. And you'll be more prepared to love them and show them that they belong with you by hearing stories of people like them. So my dream is not just to create a podcast with great stories, which would be pretty awesome by itself but I want to build a community that can provide some of the belonging I'm speaking of for each other, to give courage to you to tell your own story. So if you want to join me on this adventure, tap that subscribe button so that you'll get new episodes in your feed. Share this episode with friends who would love it. And if you know someone whose story you think would be great for this podcast, please go to belonginginthesouth.com and fill out the guest nomination form. There's a tab on the top um, that'll allow you to get to that form. And you can also nominate yourself. I know that the best stories often come from unexpected places. And I hope you'll help me find those good stories. That's it for this week's episode. I can't wait to be back with you soon to share stories from fabulous Southerners. Some of the interviews I have coming up for you include a Chinese-American woman who designed a major feature of the new Mississippi state flag, and just happens to be my best friend from elementary school, an orthopedic surgeon with strong family ties to the civil rights movement, and a public health expert who fought pseudoscience and anti-intellectualism in the South during the COVID pandemic and unwittingly found himself with his name on a landmark Supreme Court case. There will be many others, and I hope you will consider nominating yourself or someone else as a guest. Until next time, much love.